And as I said, it's Wednesday evening, and this evening I'm starting a new series with the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abram. So let me first greet Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you? Fine, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And it's actually heartwarming to know that uh, the two of us will be traveling together on this journey, on this road to success. Inshallah. Amen. Amen. So we have decided on the name for the series. Salah, the road to success. Alhamdulillah. And of course, you will also elaborate telling us why we would see it as the road to success. Allahumma amin. Inshallah. And of course, this evening we're starting off at the very beginning. And I think the very beginning would be to see where it all started, isn't it? Inshallah. So, Sadi, I'm going to leave it over to you and sit at your feet to learn. Before I start off with the program, allow me to just start officially with the people. I would be Lahimanishaitanajimibismillahirrahmanirrahimalhamdulillahiwahdawasalatuwasalamuadamalanabiyabaid. وارزقنا علما يد الجلال والإكرام السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته This of this time I would like to add to the greeting by saying to our people محرم مبارك and Ashura Mubarak to all of us and may Allah accept and grant us a successful year that Amen. lies ahead Amen. and may Allah grant us success for whatever lies in our endeavors that we Inshallah. do as Muslimin as long as we concern with the fact that we are Muslim Amen. and may Allah grant us to be amongst him Amen. Amen. <coughs> sorry for that uh, but I used to view so wonderful he said that we're going to start at the beginning and yes inshallah it's my hope and intention to be able to look at that no. that Yusuf when Allah Ta'ala initially created man Allah wanted man to come to earth and want to be able to start here to bring back the reality of Allah's law to humanity when Allah said to to the malaika inni ja'ilum fil ardi khalifa I'm going to send a representative of mine to represent my law on earth subhanak so the, the, the role according to Allah Ta'ala is that Allah Ta'ala wanted man to be able to see that that recognition that belongs to Allah mm. is in man through having to deal with the whole universe. The human being right. deals with the whole universe and see in the whole universe he recognizes the powers and the might of Allah and he sees that what Allah wants to see the establishment for the best of the universe mm. that man would see that that would going to be respected. And it's not going to be harmed. And also for the benefit of man and for the benefit of everybody and everything in Allah's creation, man is going to observe that. But besides that, Allah has also created the whole universe for the benefit of man. So man is going to note at the benefit and is not going to disturb the benefit for himself, neither for anything in Allah's total creation. Subhanak. So, um, Ya Rabb, we see the greatness of what Allah has given to man. And one important aspect of that, Yusuf, mm. is to be able to recognize that we understand and see the power of Allah in everything. And everything that is of ism, of ology, mm. of being, is in actual fact the, the product of Allah. Alhamdulillah. 
it all belongs to Allah. Yeah. And even that which was created in an organization or a person with some other powers was is all the power and the might of Allah that was used to be able to bring that about. So when you and I think of the modern day, hmm. of modern technology, of the worth of technology of what it has, and the abilities within it, hmm. it is the proof of the power of Allah. Hmm. For if you and I see the modern uh, um, camera that there is, right. to what extent can they ab- observe things and take in and send that message overseas? Allahu Akbar. This is a clear indication of the study of man Of the powers of Allah For if man did not see the powers of Allah And if Allah did not give man The depth that comes from Allah Mm. To be able to recognize Allah's powers Then unfortunately man would not have been able to create a camera Because the camera is only It is only a duplicate of the sight that Allah's put in the human being right. and the sight that Allah's created in his creation right. so when we see the butterfly and how he sees the world it's a different sight in the ant mm. which sees something else mm. and the eagle in the sky sees something other and the, the fish in the sea something sees in different ways and the fly that flies around you sees in a different way and you and I we see in a certain limitation and so each and everyone have the limitations right. but the limitations differ from time to time so what is in the sight of Allah mm-hmm. if he's the creator of all those sights right. so when you are impressed or amazed at a camera hmm. who takes a photo or a video who can take a photo there's no amazement in it. No. Its amazement belongs to the creator of that. And so, Yusuf, when Allah has created this process, Allah has given a job for humanity. Nabi Adam is the first of, the, of mankind. Hmm. And then from him comes an offspring. And then humanity comes from all there, right until the end. What we do come to recognize... When Allah Ta'ala created the earth, already one of two things is noted. That either Allah would have allowed that the Malaika had to build the Kaaba on the earth, says Allah Ta'ala in the Holy Quran, The first house that was established, that Allah has established for the benefit of man to have a link with the Creator, where there is in barakah, mm. where there is in extensive benefit and value for man, and a place that there is a great amount of guidance for humanity, Allah calls it Wahuda. Laladi bi Bakka, it is the place at Bakka, which is Makkah. Subhanak la hawla wa quwwata illa billah. So here the understanding was the Kaaba is the question was the Kaaba initially was it revealed by Allah from Jannah onto the earth like that was it built by the Malaika or was it built by Nabi Adam so here is the, the, this question is mm. at hand and, and, and nobody can give you a direct answer but these questions so set to open up the mind to let us understand for in the time of after Nabi Adam as the various Anbiya and the people started to spread on the earth the time of Nabi Nuh when Allah allowed Nabi Nuh to be able to come and have establish himself before his establishment when he tried to get his people to join him and they refused to and Allah then sent the Tufan mm. the, 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 the uh, waters that came up on the earth 
Allah Ta'ala took the, that place away. A portion of that was given to, was, was given to, Nabi, uh, to, to uh, um, Jibreel for him to take and put it into a cave in a mountain. Mm-hmm. And to cover the cave so that piece of rock or that piece of thing doesn't come out of there. It must be covered there. And in the time later with Nabi Ibrahim, yes, it was salam, when the Kaaba was rebuilt again by humanity, as the first house established by Nabi Adam, Subhanak. We find, I mean, the first house to be built that was now built by the human race mm-hmm. for sure was Nabi Ibrahim, that we know as a surety. Subhanak. Allah Ta'ala allowed that, that uh, piece of rock to be taken out by Jibreel again and to give it to Nabi Ibrahim to put it in its place called today the Hajr al-Aswad. And it is a, it's known by the words of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that that piece of rock is an actual piece of the um, emerald that Allah has allowed to come from Jannah or being brought by, brought by the Malaika or built by the Malaika on earth to, to structure the Kaaba on this dunya for mankind. Subhanallah. And we, we, we don't want to go into the details of all the various Anbiya, mm. but we do know that Nabi Ibrahim was the one who in actual fact took his family from Syria, um, uh, from, from Sham area, Palestine, Palestine. Then there was, and he came all the way and dropped his family by the command of Allah, Sayyidatina Hajra and his son Ismail in, in Makkah. And then he made the famous dua, mm. insha'Allah. And, and as he left the place and he went to make that famous dua, he says, Rabbi inni askantu min durriyati Rabbana inni askantu min durriyati biwadin ghayri li zar'in hainda baytika al-muharram Rabbana liyuqima al-salah faja al-af'idatan min al-nasi tahwi ilayhim Now, at that stage, Nabi Ibrahim is in Makkah. He says, he makes a dua for a group of people and he says, Rabbana, O our Lord, inni askantu, I have left my family and placed for them as a home. Inni askantu biwadin in a valley. Ghayri dizar in this. Nothing that grows there. There's no greeneries. There's no life. There's no water there. There's nothing growing there. At your known uh, sacred house. And then he says the reason. Rabbana, O our Lord, so that salah can be established. Allahu Akbar. So already there from an historical processes, we see in Nabi Ibrahim says for the establishment of that salah. Hmm. And then Nabi Ibrahim carries on, inshallah, somewhat later, we probably can go into the detail of that when it fits us later. Shukran jazakallah for that until this moment. Alhamdulillah, we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back, we continue with salah, the road to success. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. We're back with you, the we, of course, myself and the respected Imam Ibrahim Abrams with Salah, the road to success. Uh, Imam Mafsha Sheikh, just as I said to you during the break, when you mentioned about the different sites of the different animals, the insects, etc., and uh, mentioning that uh, when one look at that, that is, of course, but the part of the qualities of Allah 
then one can understand, and I'm, I'm talking about myself now, understand when you as the ulama teach us that Allah is all-seeing, that the, the, the sight, is, it's, it's all over. So that makes sense now. If we look at what you've just explained so to us. As, as you've just indicated, that yes, Allah is all-seeing, all-seeing. all-hearing. No. And when we say all-seeing and all-hearing, we come to recognize if the extent of the things that there is that right. man can see by. Right. 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 I'm just thinking for a moment. I was doing snorkeling while I was in Jeddah. Right. Allahu Akbar, it's what a beautiful sight. When you go and and d- dive into the water You cannot see everything around you right. Because my eyes cannot see But when I put the water goggles on uh, uh. And it has a certain thickness And a certain quality Then I see everything clear in front of me uh. I see all the fishes I see all the plants And it's exceptional beauty Allahu Akbar But the very fish that swims there What type of sight does he have? Yeah. And I imagine myself This f- bird flying in the sky and, and doing certain things And seeing in the water mm. From outside and dives down and gets into the water and dives and eats an animal and dives and swim around in that water. What is the value of that sight of that animal yeah. that moves in from, from position to position? Subhanak. So what then is the sight, as you say, of Allah? Yeah. Right? And so truly, this thing that we amaze ourselves of our sight, mm. which is something great for us, the human being. Right. But it's one of the insignificant wonders of Allah. It's a fraction of the wonder. Oh. Uh, it's a wonder of Allah, no. but it's truly insignificant of the extent of Allah, right. and that's why we are amazed of technology. But technology is, but not even a fraction of the reality. Subhanallah, the whole, the whole, I'm speaking about the use of the whole of technology, no. all of them together. No. Now, what then is the power of Allah? Of course. If we're only speaking about one aspect of that, yeah. Allah Alhamdulillah. The use of we when then went into the issue of Nabi Ibrahim. In the way Nabi Ibrahim said to Allah Rabbana liyuqim as-salah Oh our Lord, the purpose why I've left my family there mm. Is so that from there on salah can be established Subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah Now, yes it's a very long process that happens from Nabi Ibrahim His son Ismail We find that in the history of Nabi Ismail Allah tells us in the Holy Quran That Nabi Ismail was a person, and Allah mentions this in Surah Al-Maryam, Surah number nine, uh, Surah number 19, I'm sorry, verse number 55, if one wants to check it up. In that verse, Allah says, Nabi Ibrahim was a person who taught his family salah. Hmm. He, he, he taught his family that they must be able to make salah. So we see Nabi Ibrahim and then his son, Nabi Ismail, the establishment of salah comes through to humanity. Right. But then in other uh, surah, we also see the issue of what happens when Allah speaks in Surah Taha, Surah number 20, verse number 14. Allah speaks about the story of Nabi Musa. Where Allah mentions about Nabi Musa, and Allah speaks about Nabi Musa and says, وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَةَ لِذِكْرِ Perform salah when you need to remember me, when you want to be in contact with me, when you need to be intimate with me, O Musa, and when you have that special relationship with me, that is a process of salah. So we see not only Nabi Ibrahim and Nabi Ismail, but also Nabi Musa in the capacity of that person. We then see in the Quran as well, in the words of Nabi 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 uh, Isa at his birth, when he spoke to the people, go to Surah number nineteen again, Surah Maryam, verse number thirty-one, if you want to. 
Nabi Isa says to them, to the people, وَأَوْصَانِي بِالصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ مَا دُمْتُ And Allah has given me a command, أَوْصَانِي advised me, بِالصَّلَاةِ that I'm be able to make salah, وَالزَّكَاةِ that I'm be able to pay zakah, مَا دُمْتُ as long as I'm alive. Okay. Allahu Akbar. So, salah is a, the, the process of salah comes on from very long. Right. We've, we've shown you Nabi Ibrahim, Nabi Ismail, Nabi Isa, Nabi Musa, but I also want to let you go to Nabi, to, to verse number, Surah Maryam as well, verse number 55. No, 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 verse number 58. Where in this verse, Allah then comes and says that in actual fact, we've given this to all the other Anbiya. That in actual fact has been to all the other Anbiya and mentioning Nabi Ibrahim and his progeny and, and Nabi, Allah mentions Nabi Nuh and their processes which means it is not from the time of Nabi Ibrahim only mm. it is a real process through all the Anbiya right through and Allah indicates it, it is all the Anbiya right out till the final one until the, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Salah has been an establishment of all of them mm. So we see the growth and development of Salah as already from the very beginning when Allah has created humanity. Man didn't make, came to start Salah, making Salah at the time of Nabi Muhammad wasallam, or at the time of, of uh, Nabi Ibrahim only. It was already an establishment of reality from the time of Nabi Adam wasallam, and it filtered through right up till the very, very end. And Allah Ta'ala indicates that just after verse number 58, Allah indicates to them that there's those people who were obedient with the Anbiya, they were also people whom Allah have allowed them to be able to make salah. Mm-hmm. So the obedient, those people who want to be on the righteous path of the guidance of Allah that came through the Anbiya were the people who strive to be able to see that salah became part of their life. Yeah. And so yes, if we've seen this in the historical process of what Allah Ta'ala says as the past, as mm. the full past, may Allah grant us to be people of Ameen, success also. Ameen. Ameen. Which means, Yusuf, that if success was the reality of the Anbiya, their Salah, no. and the success of the people that followed the Anbiya, Salah was in the words of Allah, then what is Allah trying to say to us and why is Allah telling us this? Mm. But to say to us, if you want to be successful in this dunya, and successful in your qabr and successful in your akhirah, please see that you establish salah as part of us. The road to success. Allahumma amin ya rabbal alamin. May Allah grant us to that, inshallah. We then go over then to, to some other aspects of that salah, Yusuf. And we look and we see in Surah Ankabut, Allah speaks to us to, as the, the objective of salah. What is the object of salah? And Allah tells us the object in salah in Surah Ankabut. Surah Ankabut is Surah number 29. It's in verse number 45, where Allah says to us, Inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. Subhanak. Wala dhikrullahi akbar. Ya Allah says to us, Salah is the greatest thing for you, the hmm. greatest gift for humanity. And Allah says, it is the sense of intimacy, hmm. the deepest sense of connection between man and Allah, the deepest for sense. Allah mentions in that verse in Surah Ankabut, Allah mentions it to be the intimate relationship with Allah, the deepest intimate relationship with Allah, it is that thing Salah. 
وإن الله سيس إن الصلاة تنها عن الفحشاء والمنكر ولا ذكر الله أكبر تذكر كورين تذي علماء دو الذكر ذي دو الذكر means an intimacy a relationship a connection a, a pondering of a, a thinking of a, a feeling related to intimate to right as a man in love is say thicker they take say girlfriend okay if you can understand what yeah. I'm trying to say yeah. here sure sure now what do I mean is thicker is his girlfriend um when he stands up in the morning he thinks of her that's his focus his focus, that's his, focus. his mind is around her right. and everything in his whole life at that time uh, is uh. focused on only her so what about her what's she did yeah, yes. as he phone up tell us to say uh. Uh, uh, um, he sends a message to her uh. it's Allah's Omar right and everything now ഇമ്പോർട്ടൻ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ്റ
Allah. Hmm. That's why the dhikr that we speak about dhikr, when we speak about the dhikr, when it comes to great dhikr, it's called dhikrullah. Right. The dhikr of Allah. So Allah wants us to have an obsession about Allah. Allah. And the greatest form according to Allah, that greatest form of obsession, and that relationship with Allah, hmm. the greatest form of that is in making salah. Allah. And we'll see that as it unfolds, as no. we go, you see that at coming, but in this very ayah, Allah says to us, Inna salah, verily salah, tanha will be able, it, salah, if it is done properly, mm-hmm. and if you apply it, and if you understand it, and if you learn it, and if you then see that you apply it to your life, that thing, salah, if you do it appropriately, tanha will be able to remove you, or refrain you, or keep you away from, or play, play, create a barrier between you and fahsha every harm, one munkar, and every negativity oh, that wow. Which means, dinge wat kan van vele harm aan doen, wat jylle kan in sone in land, in verkeerde dinge doen, en af in die pad afgaan, that will be kept away when you make salah appropriately. May Allah grant us to be able to get to that level of true sense of salah, that it can benefit us. We truly see through that. If it has a capacity to keep us away from that negativity, so obviously what is the other side? Isn't the other side being success? Of course. So it's all about the road to that success. Ya Rabb, mag Allah tila fos maak van tijd. Allah tila says, we mentioned earlier on, Allah tila said to Nabi Musa, and he said to Nabi Musa, وَأَقْرِمِ الصَّلَةَ لِذِكْرِ See that when you need to be able to build that relationship with me, that intimacy with me, and it was considered the obsession about me, right. in salah you do that. وَأَقْرِمِ الصَّلَةَ Establish salah so that you can have that relationship with me, that intimacy with me. No, it's probably here, I'm going to say Untouch on mensen, dat is op zonder mensen zeer te maken. Ik wil die ons mensen moeten verstaan. We expose you to the understanding of the word dikker. So, let us not be of those who are obsessed with dikker. Maar maak ons die salani. You understand what I say? Ons maak gedat, maar ons maak die salani. Allahu akbar, walidai al-hadwa. Wat is die Allah? Wala dikrullahi Akbar, hmm. meaning the greatest form of dhikr is that salah. No. And Allah says to Nabi Musa, If you want to have an intimacy with me, if you truly is dhikr that you say is the dhikrullah, if it really is the dhikr, then it's so, so, so salam from uh, Nabi Musa. But Allah is telling us about Nabi Musa. Hmm. Allah is not saying to us, this is so the, the dhikr of Nabi Musa is only through salah. Hmm. Allah is wanting to say, if that is for Nabi Musa, you are Ummah, all the Ummah that followed through yeah. with Nabi Musa and he had the same message with you so if you truly are on Dhikrullah, then the Dhikrullah will by its very nature establish a total relationship with who? With Allah. Yeah. A deep intimacy, a love, an affection, an obsession about your Lord. Yeah. Because Allah wants us to understand we are fools. No. We are truly fools when we are obsessed with anything. Because everything is insignificantly right. nothing. Of course. Whilst we can have, if we have the obsession of Him, we have everything that there is in His creation mm. Mm. that is obsessed with us. So we saw that happen. And, and we saw, as we said, what happened with Nabi, Nabi um, Isa when he said, 
wa awsani bi salah Allah gave me advice to make salah now people do it awsa Allah khabarik bi kir ni quran you would awsa is simply when i say i give you advice to something now usually the law of advice is you don't need to be able to carry it out hmm. you listen to advice right right but when Allah gives advice Do you think that that advice can be like you and mine, or an intelligent person, or a professor, or a doctor? Never. Or a Never. It, it, it is the advice of the Creator of all intellect. Right. So he says, "This is advice." As if he wants to say, "Chicken must decide what is the value of him." Allah uses that word "usani." Um, that Allah will hear. Yeah, as a slave, money you will make. I'm saying, I give you order, Jimmy Salamaki. I've given, I've allowed, I've given you the intellect. I've given you your wisdom. I've given you your broad insight, and I want you to use that insight which I've given you. Hmm. And if you use it appropriately, you'll be able to recognize. May Allah grant you to be able to obtain the value of understanding what salah has been created for. Hmm. May Allah grant us all these people to serve. Amen. Inshallah and. Uh, Let me just once again take a quick commercial break before we continue on the road to success, inshallah. Amin ya rabbal alamin. The road to success—that is Salah, of course. So it, the, pro- the program is called Salah, the road to success, and I have with me the respected uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Who is conducting the series for us? So, Sheikh, inshallah, without further ado, the final Sheikh. Thanks for shukran jazakallah khairan. I need to just take it to some few other ayat of Allah Taala where Allah Taala deals with the topic, and, and Allah Taala says to us in the surah called Surah Al-Mu'minun. The surah is named Surah Al-Mu'min, the surah of the believers, and the surah is surah number twenty twenty-three. From verse number one to verse number nine, I want us to go through there Inshallah. because Inshallah. you can see wonderful things. And may Allah grant us to be of the believers. Amen. So Allah starts off by saying, "A'udhu billahi min al-shaytanir rajim, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, qad aflahu al-mu'minun, al-ladina hum fi salatim khashiyun." Allah says, "Definitely, the believers will be successful." Allah, as a fact, Allah. Yeah. In the Arabic language, when you put a, when you say aflaha, it's a verb. Now, if I had to put a noun there, Yusuf, mm. then a, a noun to, to 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 verify the noun, to confirm, to to affirm the the, the noun, no I put the word inna in front. And in Arabic, if I want to affirm and confirm a verb, mm. I put the word qad in front. Okay. And Allah does that. Allah says qad. Aflaha al-mu'min with aflaha to be successful. Mm. So Allah says, "Qad." Now, "Qad" um, is an affirmation and a confirmation of mm. the success of the believers, which we interpret as, translate as, most definitely the, the believers will be successful. Allah. So, Subhanak, Ya Rabb, may Allah grant us to be successful. That success only comes when we are truly believers. May Allah makes us believers, Inshallah. and then Allah Taala qualifies who the believers are. Hmm. And the very first one, Allah says, "Aladina hum fi salatihim khushiyoon." Those people in their salah, they have total khushu. 
They live to the level of their salahs. The quality of the salah is of the highest quality. They, desel- they develop through the salah all the time. Yeah. Every time they grow, as life goes on with its 20, 50, 90, 100 years, or much older, hmm. they don't stay where they are yesterday or 20 or 50 years ago. Every time they grow and they learn and they develop and they qualify and improve the, the, that status of the salah. So as I know from the level is, hmm. tomorrow I develop and grow it and see that I develop with that salah. Hmm. And I'm not happy with the fact that I only know certain things. I want to improve the qualities and the values furthermore hmm. and furthermore. And we saw this in the life of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum with the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Nabi taught them the salah. Hmm. And they actually grew with the salah as time goes on and they learned certain things from time to time applied certain things and then added more and mm. more and mm. more as time goes mm. on and we'll be seeing that on as, as, as the program goes on inshallah, inshallah. but Allah Taala says and I'm going to mention just two aspects there. So I've mentioned verse number one to verse number nine Aye. I said Aye. in Surah Al-Mu'minun then the verse number nine to Yusuf verse number one says hum, verse number two الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ Are those people who are uh, that have total khushu, humility in their salah. But Allah then carries on with a very few, many other aspects. Some scholars say Allah starts off with the first one being salah hmm. as a believer, the success of a believer. But the last one of those qualities is also again salah. Hmm. When Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَى صَلَوَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِذُونَ There are people who preserve their salah, they guard their salah, hmm. they protect their salah. Allahu Akbar. May Allah mark makers of those people. Hmm. Hmm. And, and we see then a difference between the two aspects. Hmm. The first one, that that sense of khushu that must be in the salah, that Allah wants everybody to strive and work towards and realize that it is a developmental hmm. process hmm. to see it doesn't come immediately. You don't learn it in grade one and leave it off and it's like that and therefore you can do so in grade right, 12 right. and grade uh, to, to say that you have it or in your final years, you hmm. know. You start off with it in grade one and you develop with it and it improves and grows greater and greater right. and greater. As the years goes on, you become the wiser and mm. the more intimate and the more stronger the relation develops all the time with yourself and your Lord. That is an essence of khushu. Yeah. And the level of your understanding of the sah is X when you start, but it multiplies X to the, to, to, to the, to the power, power uh, so, so, so no. oh, infinity probably yes. as time goes on. You know? So yes, it actually needs to develop and that's what the issue of khushu is. Mm. But at the same time, Allah says, you are also people who protect your salah, mm. you mm. guard your salah, you preserve the salah. Mm. So here you need to look at these words. What do they entail when yes. it comes to that salah? Yes. And may Allah grant us to be of those people. Okay. And also, if you'd like to just explain to us what does it mean when it, uh, Allah talks about preserving or protecting that salah? What so, does that mean? We're going to get there in um, You want me to go there? If, 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 okay, let, just before I get to that point, I'm no. going to say to you what yes. it is. But between the two, remember I said verse number One, two, uh, and number two and nine. Yeah, two and number nine. No. The, the verse number two says to you, Salah, and verse number nine. And the scholar says, whatever is in between uh. of the other factors that Allah mentioned, right, is not possible for man to obtain unless those first one and the last one is being seen to. Ah. Which means if you work to the development of your salah, the other factors will be seen too by Allah Ta'ala, guide giving you the processes. But the very verse that Allah says, 
encapsulates it all by saying all the negativities will be away from you mm. and you will be powered with so much positivities within your life right. which means your processes of success in your life in your cover and in your year after may Allah make us of those I people mean, they so coming to the point Winter, the, Yusuf, the question that you asked allow me to say here because we're going in this subject we're going to go to deal with the processes of how we preserve the salah ah. which is which and, and how we're going to actually work at that thing um, allow me to just lightly mention to you when Allah Ta'ala mentioned at the first portion the word khushu I said is the understanding hmm. is the understanding in the implementation of your understanding in your salah the value thereof and you have an inter- intimacy that is not only on the tongue in physical outside action but your heart is totally built to Allah in during your salah and your understanding of what you're communicating with Allah is very powerful hmm. you know subhanak may Allah grant us to be of those people that is khushu. The last ayah, as I've mentioned, of the of the nine ayat, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَى صَلَوَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِذِينَ Those people who preserve and protect their salah are those people who consider the time for salah. When do I make my salah? Mm-hmm. And how do I make my salah? Am I doing it the way Allah has instructed my Nabi to show me how? Which has gone out of his way to educate and teach me hmm. when he said to me, usalli. I want you to observe me and to watch me closely and see that your salah is exactly the way you see I do it, or are you doing your own thing? If you have that attitude, then unfortunately, you're not protecting your salah. So, this is it because. Our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the only role model for us or the role model no. for you and me to be a Muslim. We can only be a Muslim when you and I strive to be a follower of that Nabi. And he says, please observe me in your salah. Observe me, how I perform my salah. Mm. And you see that you perform the salah exactly in that format. Inshallah. Oh. Like I said, we will expound and break this down into the various sessions that there is no, in the program. No, inshallah. But for now, just let me just lightly mention that no. for us. And inshallah, hoping to be able to cover those things. As Amen, we once again, uh, Sheikh, I have to just intervene and say it's time for us to take another break before we actually conclude, inshallah. Salah, the road to success, and I have with me the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Sheikh? Alhamdulillah, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim, Taysuf. In Surah Ma'arij, Surah number 70 in the Holy Quran, in verses number 22 to 25, Allah deals with exactly the same as Allah deals with in Surah Al-Minun. Allah also speaks about the success of the believers oh. and Allah tells us clearly in that surah the very things that Allah mentioned in that surah how you need to protect your private parts hmm. how you need to be able to uh, because in certain meaning as I said this the first the second one is about salah and the ninth one is salah hmm. and in between the others is also about issues that man needs to be in need of and needs to look af- after the scholars say when you make your salah the important factors panic yeah, in Surah Al-Ma'arij, the same, Allah speaks there. And if you go through that, if you see Allah speaks about the importance of the 
humility in your salah at the mm. beginning and Allah ends at the fact that the person needs to protect their salah. But all the other aspects that's going to come in there to grant right. the person success of what he needs to do and what he needs to abstain from, yeah. is all issues that Allah can grant the person to obtain for the fact that he has a very, very strong relationship with Allah and thereby Allah grants mankind success. May Allah grant success to oh, all Allah. Allah. But Yusuf, for now I probably would just want to say to us this gives us an, a, some idea of the various ayat and this is not all the ayat there's mm. many ayat in mm. the Holy Quran about Salah but I've chosen certain ayat to be able to allow us to understand and see how Allah sketched this issue or the subject of Salah to us right, right. and now Allah gives us this picture from various angles to let us understand how much Allah cares and His love and His intimacy and His great concern for us because when we do the salah, it doesn't benefit Allah in anything. Hmm. Salah is, Allah didn't make it because Allah's going to benefit. Allah doesn't benefit if everything is in salah for Allah. For Allah says everything in the heavens and the earth in His creation is making sujood for Him. Hmm. It, is, it is making sujood. Allah doesn't command it, it's making. Hmm. Now if you don't understand me, your very eye that you see with, won't be able to see if it was not the power that Allah has given to Allah. it. So your eye is making sujood to Allah. Allah. How is it making sujood? Allah's commanded it. His job is to be able to see, to look around it and to observe. And, and you can touch things and you can feel things mm. and you mm. can see mm. color and you can see shape, isn't it? Mm. And because of that, thereby you see the power of Allah. Mm. And that power of Allah, Yusuf, an actual fact, is a process which Allah wants you to appreciate that Allah is going to allow you to be able to benefit from in this I'm thinking now what you mentioned earlier about the creation of Allah being of benefit to mankind and here we're talking about the eyes where I can see with those eyes that's actually a benefit to me Subhanallah it's the same happened to Yusuf shame the poor children that is born to Yusuf hmm. that needs uh, ear implants right Kali Kali as they say yeah, yeah. Uh, because because the poor child can't hear, and you know what happens to Yusuf? The next thing after the fact that the child cannot hear, mm. the child cannot speak. Cannot speak, yeah. The cochlea thing it's yeah. called, yeah? Yes, the, the cochlea implant. The, the Yusuf, but the child can now cannot speak. Right. Why? Because when you hear sound, mm. you can then start to take to the sound effects and you then follow the sound effects mm. and do the same. Right, right. So yes, I've heard my mommy say, when I want to say that and because we hear but this is the power of Allah and Allah wanted us to understand this and then when we recognize these powers of Allah and then we appreciate our Lord and we need to understand that everything in the heavens and the earth as Allah says is making sujood but believe you me brothers and sisters out there that's the Jew that you and I, uh, that, that those things are making, Allah's not in need of that. Mm. So when your hand is doing the job of a hand, it's worshipping Allah. Mm. But are you in your brain permissible, and you have the power that's put, uh, every one of us, Allah's put the power of us in the, our brains, mm. through our, our nafs, that nafs is either in submission to Allah, or that nafs is in, our, uh, in the uh, rejection from Allah Ta'ala. Mm. But it happens to our intellectual powers that Allah has given us, where we supposed to use it and to see the powers of Allah and recognize mm. and give that power to Allah that belongs to Allah. And then when we understand that 
and the heart feels attracted to that, we recognize that we must be able to see that that salah becomes a norm. Right. We hope to be able, as we go along, to cover furthermore to the extent of how our Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam shows us, shows us our Nabi sallallahu alaihi showing us that that salah, in actual fact, is either to your advantage. Hmm. Or your disadvantage, may Allah protect you. You're also going to show us how the salah can be of disadvantage because it's hard to believe yes, that the salah so. can be of disadvantage. Exactly, Allah Akbar. So it's, it's, it's in, the, in the Quran no. and in the ayah, uh, the hadith of the Nabi. Sallallahu it's clear there that there's advantages mm. and disadvantages. Allah. And that's why we said when, when we speak about the salah, as Allah says, it has the capacity, it is so powerful, it's mm. so this. this uh, um, job or this uh, this act this act no. which seems to be so insignificant if you do it appropriately if you develop with it appropriately if you give it its powers and you will protect it righteously it is so powerful mm. it can bring about it can remove you from the negativities and can remove the negativities away from you and can can fill you with positivities and can bring you nearer to positivities mm. yeah may Allah make us of those people but 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 it all depends on how much you and I are prepared. As we said, mm. everything Allah says in His total creation is in submission to Him. They worship Him. Mm. Are you and I prepared to worship Allah in accordance? Mm. Allah invites us. Mm. Do we want to be? For all the Anbiya has been in total submission to Allah. Right. They've all come to their people to guide them. Right. And all those who want to be righteous slaves will take to the advice of the, of the Anbiya. And the best of the Anbiya is the, is the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And we are proud to be of the of the Ummah of that Nabi May Allah grant us to be worthy of Amen that Ummah And grant, grant us to be able to not only for the worth of being the, that, of that um, uh, Nabi But also to be of those who adhere and submit ourselves to his guidance yeah. And that we follow that to the best of our ability Inshallah. That Allah can grant us to be successful for dunya Amen. And successful for akhirah Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahabu wa barik wa sallam Shukran walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin MashaAllah I almost want to say, can't we go on? But unfortunately, time is always of the essence Sheikh, I must say a very big shukran for being here tonight and of course starting our series Salah, the road to success Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the success Inshallah Shukran very much, all the very best and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always guide and protect you and Inshallah, I'm looking forward to have you back here with me next week, Wednesday, same time Hopefully same place. Amen. Inshallah. Amen. Until then, Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. Shukran Wa Alaikum Salaamu Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.